0: Hey Doug.
1: Hey Karen.
0: Good evening.
1: Evening. I mean, welcome to October, man.
0: Fucking hell, right? Crazy. What is going on? It just seems like remember? time. Time goes time, by. Time keeps on turning. Did ticking. You, ticking into the future. Um, did you? <laughs> did you see? Um, I mean, do you remember? Do you remember? Way, way back in March of two thousand. <laughs> Of when 2000? From, of 2000. Uh, not 2000. 2020. 2020. 2020. When it felt like a day felt like three weeks.
1: Oh, yeah.
0: And now it's Oh, like, yeah. I guess now that we've sort of settled into our new normal, everything is... Every, like, time is flying again.
1: Yeah. We're back... Everything's, like, still kind of up in the air, and yet, yeah, time is definitely flying.
0: Yeah. It's really It's like weird. the
1: world is out there. It keeps spinning. However much you want to be a part of it is now on you. But it's out there and you're all still getting older and life is going on.
0: Yeah. It's pretty wild shit.
1: Yeah. And it's my favorite month of the year.
0: I dig October. I think I like September a little bit more. Jay, I wonder why. Yeah. I don't know, presents and cake. Um, But it is. Sometimes two. Sometimes two or three. Um, But it is. October is a pretty cool month.
1: Well, I like September more when September felt like fall. And now it's a crapshoot. You're lucky if like a week, 10 days really feels like autumn weather, which is yeah. why now I have uh, I think I've moved October to my favorite month. Well, also, I always hated September when I was younger because it meant the end of summer, the beginning of, beginning school. of school. Yeah. But now none of that matters.
0: <laughs> no, because now we're in the real world. And... Now we're
1: adults and it's kind of just sucks 52 weeks out uh,
0: yeah there, there so is no it's summer just sucky
1: v- with better weather
0: yeah there's no there's no summer
1: holiday no also there were other things to get excited about too like oh it's the beginning of the tv season yeah. blah, but now it's like well there is no tv season there's just always too much tv
0: well but we have some good shows um coming up for the month well i mean succession um
1: <laughs> great shows i mean great shows
0: um but yeah uh i think i remember thinking we have so much coming out in october and then you were like what's coming and i was like succession and then and you're like what else and i was like i don't know
1: do so, you remember anything else <laughs> no.
0: now i'm drawing a huge blank but i feel like there was more stuff coming out in september uh, i mean october and now i have no idea but i'm, I'm trying to think if there's of-
1: anything else about no and i'm like trying to like find the other like halloweeny stuff that tv is doing but i haven't found any of it yet like i know that freeform is showing hocus pocus and i'm like i don't care because i'm not 12 years old but um but like i'm like are there other horror movies that are they're like bringing back for a month to then not show again i haven't really found much
0: well i have a halloweeny thing to talk about for hollywood boulevard but we'll save it for that okay
1: so guys that's a tease it's
0: that's called a tease um it's a cliffy make you go listen
1: that's right do this and then that do that and then this but do both (laughs) do both do both
0: But before we get to the Halloween-y stuff, we're going to get to season six. Yeah,
1: some other scary stuff. Some other just, scary Just stuff for really different reasons.
0: Really fucking scary episode of Melrose. Um, Season six, episode 24, four affairs and a pregnancy.
1: Yeah, which... Do we have four affairs in this episode?
0: I mean, I guess... If, okay, so we have uh Billy's affair with... Jennifer, Jennifer, I always want to Sam and Jeff. Same. Sam and Jeff. Um, who else is cheating?
1: I mean, Amanda has a flirtation, I suppose. Yeah, but that's not a cheat. that's not an affair. Let's
0: count it because maybe Melrose did. Um, Peter's not cheating on Lexi. Maybe because M- Michael and Megan, Megan, are sort of like well, Michael's really flirty with Megan, but that's
1: about it. So okay. Oh, Taylor
0: th- and Kyle kind well, of Well,
1: I don't buy that. No. I mean, I don't I don't
0: uh, I mean, it's I'm case sounding case. very serious.
1: I don't accept that as an affair. No, <laughs> I just don't think that's an affair.
0: <laughs> I do not accept your affair. <laughs> oh god, yeah, I don't know. Maybe they're just I mean, maybe I don't know. They're just making shit up now. Maybe they're counting like like Billy and Jennifer are two people, so therefore four people are having an affair.
1: Sure. I mean, Melrose it's, Math. We have it's
0: a, time a play. Warp. We
1: have, we have, and we, at some point, I know I have in my notes, there's definite time warpage going on here. Um, I think in terms of like months that have passed, which we'll get to. But um, yeah, I mean, it's a play on four weddings and a funeral, which I'm not sure if I have to actually call out for anyone listening or not (laughs) but like at the time of this show (laughs) that's that's still like four years after the movie came out which is like a longish time so anyway it's four affairs in a pregnancy i think their math is wonky but here we are yeah
0: i mean look I'm glad you pointed that out because I had no idea, actually. I'm going to be really honest with you. No so idea. that's where,
1: yeah, it's four, four affairs in a <laughs> pregnancy based off four weddings and a funeral, which is why it's not like six <laughs> affairs and in a pregnancy because that was never a movie. There were no six weddings and a funeral or anything like that.
0: <laughs> Phew, thank God you explained that.
1: This is me. This is why we do it. We that's answer so the right. hard questions. <laughs>
0: We answer the hard. You answer the hard questions for Karen.
1: Well, I have a feeling maybe you might ask some at some point too. Always a team. Always doing the teamwork. That's right. Uh, I mean, I feel like we can begin with like it's always like the third story for me the the Peter and Michael and Megan and Lexi and Coop stuff. I feel like we can do that. They're in it, but I feel like we can kind of blast through it. Okay, blast away. So in the beginning, and it doesn't start with them, but they're in the cold open. There's, like, a storm brewing, but it doesn't really matter. It just means, like, some, like, shutters and blinds are, like, clanging a little in the wind. But Halloween Meghan is in bed. Well, Halloween. yeah, it's not for them, but it is for us. <laughs> sure. If only they had, like, Vincent Price doing some narration, we'd really be set.
0: Or Elvira has a cameo.
1: Actually, that's something I feel like early Melrose could have done.
0: I agree. And that would have been fantastic.
1: Would have been great. And apparently timely to now. Who would have thought? Yeah. Yeah. So, okay. Megan's in bed with Coop. He's asleep and she's looking at him and then he wakes up. And then she says that Michael kissed her to plead with her, not to leave, to go to Philly with him, which was what happened in the last episode. Um, and she goes on a little bit and she's like, well, this place is my home and Michael is responsible for all of that. And then she, so it's like, oh, so is she saying like she's like ride or die L.A., ride or die Melrose Place. But then she goes, the bottom line is wherever you go, I'll go, which is like, you know what I would love for Megan for you to not like tie yourself to either man and just be like, I'm happy here. Here is where I've decided I will stay. Like, mm-hmm. you, can, you can be in love with Coop and decide because of that. If he goes, you go. But all of your decisions don't always have to be so binary, either Michael or Coop.
0: I know. She could, like, I don't know, move to Santa Monica. Sure. She could move to Orange County. Yeah. She could move to Newport Beach.
1: Yeah, I mean, she could leave LA, too. Yeah. If she wanted to just go have a change of scenery for her exactly
0: and now she could get an actual job as like a medical yeah, office she manager. could be
1: like an office manager wherever she goes now because yeah. like in no time she figured out how to do this job exactly so- uh, w- with what I consider to be quite a uh, scattered unmanageable office to manage
0: I know you, you realize she's single-handedly keeping that office together with like, like duct tape and Elmer's glue right
1: yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Like maybe some spit. Yeah. Yeah.
0: <laughs> but she's doing it. I mean, I think she's a superstar.
1: Yeah. I mean, she's coming to realize her potential, just not with the men. Anyway. So so then Koop is like, "Well, it's great that you say that." And this is where look, I've never been a surgeon. I've never been a doctor. I've never been wooed by any company of of any kind. But I'm not sure this is really how it plays out. But what Coop says is the head of the search committee from this Philadelphia hospital is taking me to dinner tomorrow, um, and you should join. Which, first of all, I'm not sure that's how it works. When you want to be wined and dined, you then don't go back to the winer and diner and be like, and also let me bring my girlfriend. Right. But fine. And then um, – and she's, he says it's at like the Imperial Hotel, which is some really fancy place that we've probably seen in a thousand episodes. And she goes, "Oh, the Imperial Imperial Hotel? Can't we just go to Kyle's?" Yeah. And I'm like, "It's not your choice, but there is a reason she says that, which we'll we'll get to." So okay, then Michael is sitting at that stupid clinic, and Jennifer calls him. Um, apparently, uh, Mama Mia. Rhoda, Valerie Harper, uh, wants to know how the clinic is doing because, like, all of the Mancini's put money into this clinic. Um, And he's not really listening because he's, like, pouting over Megan, who might be moving. And then he realizes that the clinic is worth a fortune on paper. Um, And so, you know, he starts thinking about the insurance payout he could get if it went up in smoke and then jennifer's like remember the cannoli explosion at grandpa's factory you can't do this michael
0: <laughs> this is this is like the most stereotypical italian family ever it, yeah, I more I'm so here by the for the it. Week. Yeah. yeah i'm so here for it it's hilarious the the cannoli i'm glad they added that in the cannoli explosion in the family bakery. It was. I was like, "How does that happen? And what does that look like? And is that cannoli cream all over the street?" And I mean, I would probably I just lick
1: the, the street. The poor cannolis. I mean, oh, the humanity.
0: I, the cannolis are delicious. They shouldn't be exploded.
1: It should not be exploding. unless they're
0: exploding in my mouth. You
1: should say, like, save the cannolis, explode the factory.
0: Yes. Save the cannolis, explode Michael. I don't care. Save the fucking
1: cannolis. Fair, fair. I'm a cannolis first kind of guy. Yes. Um. Okay. So then the next morning, even though she has other stuff going on, which we will get into, uh, Jennifer comes over to Megan's to um basically have Megan talk Michael down. Um, and Megan starts saying that she may travel or like move east with Coop. Um. And Jennifer's like, well, you can't leave Michael, not at a time like this. And Megan says, it's always a time like this with Michael, which is true.
0: She's not wrong. (laughs) And then there's like
1: a brief about face where Jennifer apologizes and and she's like, I'm sorry, I haven't even asked anything else about you. How are you? What's going on with you? And then Megan explains that that hotel, the Imperial that she said, yeah. can we go to Kyle's is actually where she used to do her work when she was a call girl. Um, and, and so now we know. And Jennifer says something I have in my notes where she's like, Michael saved me. I don't know what I don't actually know what that's in no, reference I think, to
0: now. I think it was Jennifer sa- was saying to Megan, Michael saved you from you, that life. Michael and saved you. you.
1: Oh, oh, you and, owe him. Yeah, okay. and
0: Megan's response was kind of like, how many times, and she's not wrong here again. She, she how, isn't, because
1: it she isn't because it is yeah, the same song and dance.
0: Yeah, like she's always being told, you owe him, you, he got you out of the life, and you owe him, and she's like, how much longer, how much more do I owe here until it's like square? You know, and... Yes. Yeah.
1: So, And then we go to Michael, who is in his quote unquote lab in the clinic. Um, he's lighting a match and then he's like pouring and it's lighting a Bunsen burner. Um, and then he's pouring um, like isopropyl alcohol all over the desk where the Bunsen burner is. And he's about to torch the entire factory when someone comes in and it's the priest. From a couple episodes back, that Megan had him donate all of that found money to, and the priest basically is sent down from heaven, so we think, and he makes an offer that they are going to buy, at the church is going to buy out Michael's clinic, um, and like turn it into an HMO. So, an offer
0: that Michael couldn't refuse. Yeah,
1: which wouldn't be much. Um, and so so then Michael comes to Megan, and it turns out Megan intervened by going to the priest um, and having him spend the money this way, which will which will save Michael. Right. Um, so Michael sees this big payout and he's like, I want to use this money to start over um, and start over with you. But Megan says, Michael, this was a goodbye gift from me to thank you for everything that you did.
0: But what a and, gift it was.
1: <laughs> but what a gift it wasn't. Because... <laughs> Then Michael actually goes back to the priest for the payout, which, uh, you know, m- all moves very quickly, um, and is stunned that he only sees a check for 10000 Um And
0: it's not even turn- made out to him.
1: And it's not even made out to him. So Jennifer then shows up, and it turns out she contacted the priest, um, and there are checks to be made, including interest, for each of the members of the Mancini family who invested. Uh, so Michael ends up with, like, $700. To his name <laughs> in that whole sale.
0: Yeah, can you imagine that whole thing that he did, like that whole all that stealing of the equipment from the hospital, setting that thing up, dealing with snake or whatever the hell it, the the <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Did.
1: Dealing with these gangland gunshot yeah. wounds. Yeah.
0: <laughs> and he made away he got seven hundred bucks. Yep. Oh
1: my god. So what will Michael do? I don't know. Meanwhile, of course, we shift over a little bit. Um so at the night of the dinner that coop has with the guy uh megan is with him and of course megan runs into an old i I mean it looked like it looked like it was a pimp of hers not a john right because he was talking about getting a cut
0: i think he was the hotel manager i think it was the uh, hotel manager and he was like you can you can you know apply your trade here as long as you cut me just
1: remember i okay yeah and she explains that, nope, she's not here for that business. She's here actually as a guest. Um, and the interviewer from Philadelphia sees this, isn't quite sure what to make of it, but is suspicious. Um, so then Michael, needing a new source of income, comes to Peter's um, as Coop's interviewer is done or is finishing up doing like an informational interview, a, ref- a reference interview about Coop with Peter. Um and so then Michael says, in typical brute fashion, like, hell, I'm going to let Megan go. Um, so then Michael offers Peter. He goes, you can, I'll let you replace Coop with me again if Coop does leave. And Peter's like, hell no. I haven't missed you at all. I hate you, whatever. And then Lexi comes in. um and my, as he leaves uh, – or as she comes in, Michael leaves, and that's when Taylor sees him walking through the, like, mm. hospital hallway, corridor, yeah. whatever. And she's like, I'm still feeling dizzy. She's talking about how she's seen the light. She's trying to turn over a new leaf. Um, and Michael's like, okay, I'll get you some tests and x-rays, which good for him.
0: But how is he going to do that? He's persona non grata at that hospital. He's no one at the him.
1: hospital. Yeah. And it doesn't sound like she actually has – insurance or even if she does that he's not asking for it like you you like don't just walk into a room and get an mri i mean it, it, i mean but,
0: the, the holes in this um in this episode were yeah. pretty enormous but okay anyway
1: okay anyway indeed um but then if that was a good deed on michael's part he follows it up with a really bad deed because he goes to Um, the Philadelphia guy, and meets with him at the hotel, and he sabotages Coop's chances. He talks about how Coop had to go to jail when he assaulted Michael in the hospital. He was like, look, he's had affairs with two separate coma patients, Um, and he outs Megan as a call girl. Yeah, Um, this
0: is like the, the second or third, maybe even fourth time that Michael has done this to her, and I just and it, like, is really
1: irking me. Well, yeah, because... Okay, if this is how they brought her in, fine, and if this is what her past was, fine. But if you're going to have Michael continually going to the well, being yeah. like, "I love her. She is the one that I want." By the way, she was a prostitute.
0: Yeah. Did, like, you, know yeah.
1: Prostitute? Did you know she was hey, a prostitute? It can't work. Yeah. Doesn't work both ways. Yeah,
0: yeah. It's it's actually it, it bugged me before, but now that because they keep doing it, it just irks me because they are trying to set this up that michael is in love with her and all of this other shit and then he any chance he gets when he needs to sabotage um you know her relationship or whatever he pulls it might that be, card he out pulls it out and i know that we're supposed to believe like michael's a cad of course michael would do these things but it doesn't i don't know in this instance it just doesn't it just doesn't ring true it just it just doesn't work
1: no i mean Michael's a cad, so fine. Have affairs, go find another woman. But but don't like degrade and sabotage someone who has been good to you.
0: Yeah, exactly. And that's what he's doing.
1: And that's what exactly what he does. And
0: that's also creating like you know as as shitty as Michael has been to Every woman in his life throughout this whole show, <laughs> you yep. always somehow rooted for him, right? Like there was always something endearing about him, and you would just kind yeah. of shake your head and go, Oh, Michael, right? Yeah, yeah.
1: I, that was something I was also thinking as we were just talking. I was like, This is the kind of setup where it's like, and in the end, Michael has to be the one who takes the fall, but Michael never takes the fall. Right. Right. Like, there's there's bad behavior and then there's, like, gross behavior. Yeah. But, okay, so if you want your character to exhibit the gross behavior, then they have to have a fall at some right. point. There's right. never real comeuppance for Michael. Look, he's, like, been up and down three times just in this episode summary alone.
0: Yeah, he has, and and the thing is, like, I don't, I don't have that sympathy for him anymore. I don't, I'm not rooting for him, no matter how shitty he he is, no matter how many times he cheats, no matter how many times he scams. Like, like at this point with him, I'm done, and I'm just like, oh my god, I don't even care. Which really sort of bums me out because he was always kind of one of those storylines I always in, I always looked forward to, even in season four, because yeah. it was Michael, and you knew it was going to be, you know, it was going to be kind of off the wall and fun.
1: Yeah, it wasn't gross as much as it was fun then. And I mean, I think we talked about like, even at the height of Melrose, like, most of what we were talking about constantly working and being awesome was Michael, Kimberly, Sidney stuff.
0: Yes. Yeah.
1: Like Jake and Joe and Billy and uh, Allison, like, you know, hit or miss and some hits for sure. But it was like Michael stuff. Was, was was like yeah. the constant yeah. during its great during yeah. the great seasons.
0: Michael was always involved in the best scenes during the great seasons. Exactly. It was always Michael's story whether it was And he wasn't acting season. like this. No, he was. He
1: wasn't heroic but he was not acting like this. Yeah. Yeah, no he wasn't.
0: Oh, it's so frustrating cuz he was one of the characters that you love to hate and now you just hate him.
1: Yeah, if you do like him it's almost by default these days. Yeah. Which is yeah. like understandable um Alyssa was like he's my favorite
0: not anymore
1: well I mean what's she gonna say right now Kyle well <laughs> coop
0: I mean, I mean at this point I like Peter I mean <laughs> I
1: know that's like the real injustice of the show
0: <laughs> I know Peter's now the hero um
1: <laughs> like he just does the least worst stuff
0: Ugh, yeah basically at this point I mean and coop is like all right. I still don't have a read on him.
1: No, and they've already made him inconsistent in less than one year. Yeah. yeah. So let's uh let's wrap that up so Michael's already now started something because the Philadelphia guy is like thank you I'll take this under advisement. Um and it doesn't go quite the way you might think it does because there's like one more wrap up interview um, or maybe just Coop had offered to take him out again, and the guy's been in town for a while. Um, so he's like, yeah, why not? Uh, this is not really how I've ever heard any, like, courtship go for a job. But, um, actually, um,
0: I think they met him at the hotel before his flight was leaving. It was sort of like a goodbye.
1: I guess, but it was like, yeah. you don't really do an extra round like that.
0: I guess not. I mean, I, mean, I don't I'm,
1: know. I don't know why I'm trying to say it's reality.
0: I'm not. Yes, I'm not yeah, the guy's
1: about to catch his flight. So it was like, yeah, well, well, why don't we have one more drink, all of us together at the hotel? So it's um, Michael and Megan are with the guy. And he does refer to the personal problems of coops that have come up. Uh, and enough to like, sort of like leave a sour taste in Coop's uh, mouth, but not to specify really what they were. Um, But he says, look, you're still one of our top three candidates um, and we'll get back to you. So Coop's like, all right, well, please let me go and take care of the bar tab before your flight, which you actually couldn't let him do, but whatever. Um, And while Coop is away, the guy puts an arm on Megan's shoulder and then kisses her. Intimating that he knows what services she has done in the past and would be interested himself. Yeah. But nothing can happen that night because he has to go catch his flight. Yeah,
0: And Megan looks, of course, uncomfortable.
1: Yes. So, okay, there's a little bit more of Michael. There's a little bit more of Taylor. There's a little bit more of Peter. Um, I think...
0: We'll probably have we can to do- move that into the next... Yeah,
1: I think let's do what should be the big story of the episode, but I don't know that it necessarily is. But more Amanda, Kyle, Taylor, fallout of dead fake Christine stuff. So important here, we're introducing a new character. Not a full-time character, but someone who's going to like factor pretty prominently into this storyline. Um,
0: I already hate it
1: as you should i mean they're telling you to hate it to hate him and yeah so i think i'd said a couple times that like the storyline still gets worse
0: this is where we're here's, is, how. Yeah, here's
1: how oh, Yeah. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well because it, it's getting worse because it just doesn't make any it just i don't know the it's, whole, not, it's, it's not. it's not it's not
1: consistent
0: it just doesn't make any sense and don't we have enough going on do we really need to introduce somebody else
1: correct we sure don't
0: you know? Do you know what I mean? Like, why, why don't yeah. we have the love triangle? Continue the love triangle between Lexi and Amanda, and even that has turned toothless.
1: Yeah, there isn't a lot there. They have they've moved that into a new direction. Also, I mean, I think Amanda at this point is Amanda in name only.
0: Yeah, yeah, she's just not the Amanda we know and love.
1: Exactly. Ugh. So okay, the end of last episode, Amanda guilt written over christine's supposed suicide uh had gone to peter and then peter said yes i'll do dinner with you instead of lexi and then he said you know what i'm gonna go home to lexi instead so to follow up on that amanda comes into her office where she's already like marched through the office and said something like nasty to billy and to sam um Peter is waiting for her to apologize for ducking out on that dinner. He goes, I want to make it up to you and take you out to dinner tonight. And he goes, not me, but me and Lexi. So it's like, okay, I guess Lexi is good with the Amanda thing, because Peter has shown she is a priority. So Amanda says no to dinner. And then she sort of comes around. She goes, okay, fine. He goes, I made a 730 reservation at Kyle's. Of course, Kyle's. Always Kyle's. And then she goes, no, I'm not here for you to play matchmaker with me. Because, again, she has already decided that the marriage is O-V-E-R with Kyle. Like, they're only married legally, and soon she will, like, end that, too. Right. And Peter's like, look, if you want, I can make a reservation somewhere else. That's not what this is about. It's just the food is terrific. Like, fine. Okay. So Amanda says yes to going to that dinner with them later that night. Meanwhile, Lexi... I guess is not working as CEO that day. Uh, She's out riding and she runs into an old friend, Rory, who is also riding. Um, They catch up. She finds out he is single and doing some vague investment thing. Um, And then we, we cut to Amanda at dinner with Peter and Lexi. And, you know, they're like, Hmm, this is so great. And she's eating trout and being pouty she's she's like how's the trout she goes trouty so she's pouty and trouty <laughs> out and trouty <laughs> um and then rory shows up to join them because lexi has invited him to be the fourth member of their dinner party um and he's like gross from the outset he's all schmooze and bluster um and yet amanda is like kind of intrigued by all of his smarminess so after commercial, we come back, and it's apparently late. They've been out for hours, and Peter's like, "We have to go." And she's been drinking a lot. So, and then Kyle comes over, and he pulls her aside, um, and he, you, I think we're supposed to think at first he's like gonna admonish her and be like, "You have to stop this. What are you doing?" who is this man? And that doesn't happen, at least not right here. What he says is he's going to Dallas to look into Nick because he's made those calls and found out that Nick was in town. Um, and he's gone to the, the, the motel and found out like how long Nick was there. So he goes, um, I, you need to know this. Um, I'm going to Dallas and 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 then Amanda's like, leave me alone. And she goes, like, there's nothing between us anymore. And she has this line where she goes, this is about two dead women, Christine and me, and I killed us both. Which, okay, that's not an Amanda Woodward of your kind of thing to say. Not at all. She she would never be like that. Um. So then Peter is at work. He or there he's getting to work. Uh, in the parking lot, he asks Coop about Rory because. Coop knows Rory back from their Cleveland days. Rory is from the Cleveland, Rory, whatever his last yeah. name is. The
0: Cleveland yeah. Rory, the
1: Cleveland Rory. And <laughs> Coop is immediately like, he is scum. Like he went after my sister and treated her like shit. Um, and Peter's like, well, look, I'm just looking out for Amanda. And he's like, she's a big girl; she can take care of herself. Um, and then we go back to work. Amanda's being nasty in general. Uh, Rory shows up with flowers, and uh, and she's like. Even though she was receptive to him the night before, she's nasty to him here, and she goes, I have a client on the phone because Digby dog food or whatever is on the line and and so he leaves. Um and Kyle is in Dallas now and he goes to the motel room that Nick had vacated, uh, where there's nothing but an American flag that remains. And Which was dinner- left
0: because, you know, the landlady says it classes the place up as it does. <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. Right. <laughs> <laughs> um and and then he starts asking some questions and the proprietor is like got a great memory um and he says yes yeah, someone she says yes yeah, someone visited some tart who says she was his sister um and, and she was like yeah and she had pouty lips and so now kyle knows it's taylor because the only person with pouty lips in the entire country is his ex-wife yes but it does all add up for his like suspicions.
0: Yeah, because he um, and, and we know it's true. Said, yes. I know yeah. that was her name. Yeah. <laughs>
1: um so then we go back to la there's a scene where peter is talking to lexi and ask if she is deliberately deliberately trying to sabotage amanda because she knows what rory is really like and she says no and she's kind of like but why are you so interested but doesn't really seem to go anywhere yeah and then rory comes back to work and he doesn't take no for an answer with amanda he says that he just bought a new horse and he wants to take her to the tracks and maybe that they can be a client um but she has to go with him right now So she's saying no, but then Kyle calls her to tell her that he's found out some more important information in Dallas. Um, and she hangs up on him and then she changes her tune and says, yes, uh, Rory, I will go with you. Um... Meanwhile, Kyle is calling from the restaurant where Jennifer is, and he's, like, telling her little tidbits about what he's putting together, and she's like, then you should be nicer to Taylor so she'll open up to you because she's still in love with you, and she'll be putty in your hands. Um Meanwhile, at the tracks, Amanda is there with Rory, and she seems to be enjoying herself. And she goes to look at the horse, and we learn it's a scam. He's not really the owner; he just has someone um, who works there covering for him and, like, you know, like living this lie out as like a favor to him. Um, That really has different owners, who he's just trying to keep it a secret. These shenanigans from Um, and then Kyle does come to Taylor and he starts charming her and it is like nonsensical and kind of a cheat on everything Taylor said and did to and about Kyler for her first year on the show. But she really is like adorably putty in his hands. Like he makes her swoon. I'm almost not sure why, but he does. Um, and, and he asks, like, well, why don't we go up the coast to this restaurant? I want to check out the menu. And she's like, really? Okay. um and Then later that night, Amanda returns with Rory to the apartment. And Kyle sees this. And he, like, starts shouting across the quad to her about, like, hey, I called you a few times. I left a message for you. And he goes, who is this guy? Are you dating Rory? And she's like, you you have no rights. um. It's like this whole dumb self-loathing thing. And finally, even Rory is like, all right, I'm going to <laughs> <I'm gonna> leave.
0: <laughs> Can I just tell you, though, I, I think this was my favorite scene.
1: It was. Oh, I was just going to say that. It is because it's the oh! most Melrose of all the scenes.
0: Yes. 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 It is
1: the best scene.
0: It is the best scene. Okay, go ahead
1: it is the best scene because Rory leaves and they keep yelling so everyone else in the apartment complex opens their doors you know yeah. like Billy comes out and Sam and Jennifer are talking in their apartment and they come out Um, and who I think
0: Coop and, and Megan come yeah, out yeah, yeah. Megan
1: and Coop oh, yeah like and, and it doesn't really add up to much but it's just fun to have the idea that like at least some drama is playing out in the complex and people are like being attentive to it
0: yeah and they all see what's happening and they all step out and watch it sort of play out
1: yeah Yeah, i just wish it was like better drama like i wish it was like a better storyline than this this dumb thing that's causing them to fight
0: yeah
1: um and then finally kyle walks off and like spanish guitar plays while we fade to commercial um so then during their day trip up the coast taylor asks kyle what's up and she mentions that she was actually feeling a little nauseous remember that um and she even says that she's sorry about what's been going on with Amanda. And maybe she even means it. Like, maybe she is know, but yeah. kind of turning over a new leaf where, like, not every bone in her body is a malevolent one. Um, at least there's every indication that she means it here when she says it. And then we're at the restaurant, and Michael comes to Taylor, who is again excited about starting a, this new chapter of her life. And he asks about, like, he's like, "I hope you have good health insurance." And she's like, "Why? Oh my God! It's it's the dizziness. It's my concussion is back. What what is I'm it? I'm going
0: to die." Yeah. yeah.
1: <laughs> and it's good news, but it's also bad news because she's pregnant,
0: and this time
1: it's real. Yeah.
0: and And she's like oh my god i'm being
1: punished and she doesn't know who the father is exactly but this is the time warp thing because when she and michael had their couple go-arounds that's like seven months ago melrose time it precedes billy and sam's wedding and it like was happening when sam was like in baltimore and she and billy hadn't even reconciled yet or gotten engaged that's how far back it was i
0: thought they had one more role in the hay that was like a drunken, like, Megan left me, Kyle's Kyle's marrying Amanda, okay, let's have sex. Did they? I thought that they did more recently. Like, I, I, like it was one of those things where they kind of, like, fell into bed together, um, you know, simply because they were both, like, drunk and hurting and heartbroken or, you know, the, the people they loved didn't want to be with them. And they just hooked up.
1: Oh, I don't even remember that, which... Is entirely plausible and would be have been smarter for the writers. I just don't remember that. I mean, so I could be making
0: that. that up in my head because, like, I don't know. But that that sort of like, it, I didn't think that I was a little like well, I don't know about the timing of all of this between like her and maybe I'm thinking of her and Kyle because isn't that what happened with her and Kyle too? Her and
1: Kyle oh, hooked up Vegas. as recently as Vegas. That which was is still Vegas. more recent. Um, but
0: I think I think Michael might have been before me. I don't know. I just seem to remember it sort of like being because I I was just kind of like, oh, that's interesting because it wasn't the oh my god, Michael, we have to have sex because I need to get pregnant. It was something right, more like right. it was just they were just having sex because they were there, you know.
1: Either way, could be either way. There's three potential daddies. She's basically living the musical and movie Mamma Mia. It could be three different dads for this kid. We don't know who.
0: So it could be Nick. It could be Michael.
1: could be be Kyle. Kyle. So, yeah. So, again, in real life, Lisa Rinna was pregnant, which is, I guess, why they wrote it this way. But she's been looking pregnant for, like, 17 episodes. So they could have just kept it going the way it was.
0: And let's also remember that Nick thinks she's dead.
1: (laughs) Yeah. Because he sent that letter to Kyle. Yeah,
0: <laughs> so I don't know what's going to happen with the paternity suit.
1: Um, uh, well, yeah,
0: you know, but uh, yeah. So.
1: All right, and that's that's where we are with all of them. Oh, incidentally, Rory is played by Anthony Tyler Quinn, who is the son of Anthony Quinn, and the old-time I don't actor. Think he is. The son of anthony no, quinn no have i been wrong my whole life
0: i think so i looked it up on the internet oh you I did said, no oh yeah, uh, no. well
1: then the other factoid was that he was uh one of the teachers on boy meets world and Alyssa really liked him on that
0: and can i just also say i forgot to mention this when when we brought um when when Rory came to the restaurant when Lexi invited him to dinner and he sits down at the table and he has this whole conversation about how he knows that they're in like this fine establishment. And one of the things, because, you know, it's beautiful decor and expensive art on the walls. And I was like, (laughs) oh, my God, it's Sam's paintings. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> the beautiful art uh, on the walls.
1: Sid lives on.
0: Sid lives on. What was the name of the artist she gave?
1: Sam us? Kirov.
0: Sam Kirov. <laughs> <laughs> with the expensive art on the walls. And I just I just I t- that was a tickle. It would have been better if they had like the like one of the stupid paintings like in the camera like behind them, but that I yeah. mean be so lucky. Um but yeah. So, you know, hats off to said
1: always in our mind.
0: Mo- oh, oh, oh. Yeah, forever,
1: <laughs> oh, in, yes, our he said, yeah, forever in our forever hearts and forever on the walls of Kyle's. Yes. All right. Um so oh we forgot we're not done because we have this other storyline. Um yeah, <laughs> Anthony Quinn apparently good. had twelve children and Anthony Tyler Quinn was not one of them. So I've been them. a liar my whole life.
0: So here's the question. So, okay, here's the thing. This has been for the past couple of episodes, I guess, our favorite storyline, right? This, the, the, the last one yeah. we're going to talk yeah.
1: about. Yeah, it, it has been. It's hey, hey, with, out of the, favor. with the pregnant pause, <laughs>
0: it has fallen out of favor. I don't have a favorite storyline at this point.
1: Well, I was going basically- to say, it hasn't been replaced by anything for me. But I it's mean, but they, it is it's now oh. in like a get off the pot situation yes. like you you've they've done a good job setting it up they've they've done a good job with the chemistry between Billy and Jennifer now we really need to up the stake the stakes
0: and I guess they maybe and maybe I thought we dead. were
1: headed there with this episode but not quite
0: okay yeah okay
1: but wait what were you gonna say no that was it. okay um, so yeah yeah okay. Recapped. Done. Bye. No. Um, (laughs) Okay, so it's just like a bunch of like awkwardness really. Billy and Sam come to the upstairs for beers. Uh, Again, this is the beginning of the show when they were like hinting that there's this storm brewing. Um, It's very windy and whatever. Um, And Jennifer is bartending, of course, where, where they are. And they have this like sort of coded exchange. Billy is like, you know, I'm not sure what I want. And Jennifer's like, well, you know, I can give you whatever you need, whatever. Um, He gets his drinks and he comes back to Samantha. And even though they just got there, he goes, let's leave. I have to get up early the next morning. It's the dumbest scene. Um, and then in the middle of the night like super dark he gets ready to go out for a run Uh, and Samantha's like I thought you said you had to get up early he's like yeah but I can't sleep or whatever so then he gets ready to go out and as he's leaving Jennifer is coming back from her shift um, and he's like running through the park and then a car pulls up in front of him and Jennifer has been driving around and finds him Um, she's like I can't stay away from you she says that she loves him they kiss and then he runs off again So good for you, Billy, acting like the adult we know you to be. Um, And that's the next scene is for them is when Billy brings flowers to Sam at work to show that he loves her. And that's when Amanda walks through and she says, watch out. And she's basically like, they only do that when they're doing something wrong or they're cheating or whatever.
0: Yeah, it was like Um, they only buy it when they have something to hide.
1: Yeah, yeah um so then later samantha is trying to get out of work for like a long lunch um so she can sneak away with jeff uh and billy is like asking her to go off with him and like she's just such a bad liar yeah and she just makes up every excuse
0: i gotta go to long beach yeah yeah (laughs) yeah, like
1: she keeps having to go further and further away just to come back to go to to san
0: diego
1: (laughs) if you're gonna cheat on your husband don't be working in the same place as your husband um and then she gets to Jeff and she's like, I only have like a half hour. Let's go. And he doesn't like the sneaking around, you know, it excites her, but he hates it. He wants romance. And he's like, we can just talk sometimes. And she's like, uh, okay, fine. What do you want to talk about? And he's like, we're having a big family picnic this weekend. And I've told everyone about you and they want to meet you. And it's like, that's not how affairs work.
0: Yeah. And he's like, They're so are be there, right? you to your yeah. whole family. <laughs> so you'll be there right yeah
1: Yeah, exactly (laughs) um and so, so she's like really rethinking things and this isn't like working the way she thought it was gonna work surprise surprise um and at one point she's like coming back from the the laundry room and she sees jennifer uh and you know at least i thought it was gonna be like an awkward scene or a negative scene or Jennifer was going to be snippy with her. Yeah. Jennifer's like,
0: Don't talk to me about it. Yeah. She's like, you
1: know, we can't give you any more advice, whatever. Um, I don't want to hear about your affair, but it isn't like that. And and Jennifer's like, yeah, sure. Come up and talk.
0: Come on up. Tell me all about it.
1: That's actually where they are when, um, Amanda and Kyle have their big screaming match. And that's why they're up in Samantha's, uh, excuse me, Jennifer's apartment, um, together to, to watch down at like the fight below. Um, Jennifer, excuse me, Sam does show up at the picnic. Um, she comes late, but she does come to the Baylor family thing. Um, and she's trying to just talk to Jeff privately and be like, I can't do this. But then all the relatives come over, including a cousin named Doug, who's, I think, the first to be like, hey, is this Sam? Is this the girl you're going to marry? Is this the one you've told us all about? Um and like more relatives come, and he's mortified. And then Samantha walks away, so he follows her away a little. And she says, "You know, like I think maybe I'm not fit to be married to anyone, but I am married to Billy, so I have to leave and salvage that marriage." And I think that's it. And she goes, "Yeah,
0: is this the last we see of poor Jeff?"
1: I like ever. I'm pretty sure no.
0: Oh, okay. Because I was like, "That's that's like she like that's oh that she dumped him."
1: Yeah, I mean that's that's really a goodbye. That's for me. That's a goodbye. If you say that to me, I'd be like, oh yeah, I guess I shouldn't have said all this to my family. Yeah. Um. But no, I'm pretty sure we see him again. Um. And so then Sam is home, pacing around the apartment while she's waiting for Billy, and we see, as she sees through her window, um, Billy comes home and Jennifer is there, and she pulls Billy away but they're in the courtyard in plain view of Samantha um, and they're having this like covert conversation, but it ends with them kissing.
0: Yeah. And also uh, Jennifer is very handsy with him. He's, yeah. Like, I mean like the, the, the body language is, is it's not cheap. friends. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. They're definitely not friends.
1: Um, and she says that she'll wait up for him, but then Billy comes home and is surprised to see Samantha home. And so she's mad at Billy, but then Billy also lays into her for all the things that he's right to say about like how she's never there and is all distant and, and blah blah blah. So she asks him for forgiveness and the episode ends with the two of them having sex and presumably making up. Yeah. So if you thought this plot was advancing, keep waiting because it didn't happen tonight.
0: <laughs> Not yet. Not yet. I mean, I guess we had a, a, like baby steps forward because... We baby think-
1: steps especially with the the Sam Jeff part of yeah
0: it. especially with like Jeff and her and Sam just being like no we're ending this now and kind of making her decision um right he wasn't making for many many episodes um but yeah not the direction I thought it would go in but
1: here we are yeah here we are so where we are is we don't really love any of our stories no. back there um, and I honestly don't remember too much about where we go from here, uh, especially immediately. But I think we have two more episodes left of how it aired in real time before they had that big months-long break. So, which
0: I still think is pretty wild. So, how many episodes? So, does does the these sort of like.
1: I don't know, rogue
0: episodes. I don't know what they are that split off. Does that just drive right into season seven? So or yep. is there another that's exactly,
1: break? No, that's that's exactly what it does. They <laughs> they dump like the final seven episodes or so of this season into the summer and then immediately follows with the season seven premiere.
0: So is season seven truncated or no?
1: I don't think so. Okay. Oh boy. Okay
0: that was wishful thinking
1: yeah yeah if you thought you were gonna get a a shorter order yeah you have another thing coming
0: (laughs) no we're still doing it
1: (laughs) yep yep they keep on coming (gasps)
0: oh my god i can't believe this (laughs) like i feel like we're really in the home stretch now right i mean like we're at the tail end of season six Season seven is the last one, but it just feels so daunting.
1: I think that's fair to say.
0: Okay. I mean, I don't know. Are you feeling it? I am. It's like, oh, my God. <laughs> yeah, I have to I use, use Alyssa that. as my
1: barometer because, like, I remember most, but not all of what happens where we are. And I look down on most, but maybe not all of what happens, um, like the you know, the magic is essentially gone, but mm-hmm. I'm still here for it. Um, so, but then I'll be like, Alyssa, did you like that episode? And she'll be like, no, that was dumb sometimes. And sometimes she'll say, yeah, actually, I thought it was kind of fun. And I think this is one of the ones where she was like, it was kind of fun. I like, I like, what do I like? Let's end positively. I like oh. that Taylor is turning over a new leaf. I like that she's not just nasty, in an unmemorable way towards Amanda. I like. I still like the idea of Jennifer and Billy. I do too. I like. Those things. I, I like. Okay. I. the The storyline with Amanda and Kyle is still better right now than it was when Nick was in town. When Nick Fair was in town and they were doing the fake Christine thing, that was really bad. Yeah. Now we're dealing with the fallout, and they've introduced Rory, but it's not as gross as it was yeah. then. Yeah.
0: I just I don't know. I just am so bothered that they introduced this character, it, 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 like it to as as if Kyle and Amanda needed any other like you know wedges you know to come. Yeah, I agree. You, you know yeah. what I mean? Like, yeah,
1: like they're already dealing with the, like the kind of most seismic shift they could experience.
0: Yeah, and then yeah. Add, and then you're throwing in like Kyle's going to be nice to Taylor because he's trying to find something out, but now Taylor is pregnant and so of course she's going to say it's his baby because that's what she's going to do, right? And yeah. so, so that's like that's already a wrench that they're throwing in the works, right? We don't need Rory. We don't need this like guy. We don't need him.
1: No, we don't. And I don't like where they take it.
0: No. And I kind of like Amanda. <laughs> like Honestly, I kind of like Amanda showing up at the office and seeing like the flowers and being like, yeah, they only do that because they're liars. Yeah. You know? and, like, they're sort of, I do like, like that. Like there are these like little digs that she gets in when she's at the office with like, you know, Sam and Billy that I just I like really enjoy that. But then.
1: I will say, by the way, what that makes me remember is drunk Allison when she would have her really negative, drunk, like almost in blackout yes. mode, mode moments.
0: Yeah, and she'd talk shit. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I guess this is the equivalent.
1: a true high point of the show for me. Yeah.
0: <laughs> so yeah. So I mean, I guess I like I, I don't I don't get why he's there, and I like Amanda when she's sort of I like the I like Amanda when she's not with Kyle. And sort of like moaning about how she killed, Chris. she's the reason why Christina's dad. But like the fallout from that when she's at the office, for example, I think is really fun.
1: Yeah, I yeah. not when she's out at Kyle's, not when she's necessarily in the apartment, but yeah, when she's at work.
0: Yeah, like when she's at work, she still has those sort of zingers that she's throwing out yeah. that I think are really, really fun.
1: Yeah, um, well, I think, maybe yeah. Uh, maybe we do have more of those zingers at least to look forward to.
0: I hope so because this Rory thing is really like I, I just I got so like I was like <sighs> you know although I will say is this was this Lexi's ploy she's trying to fob this like loser off on Amanda um you know I am starting to question that too and what will that do with Peter and Amanda will it throw them together
1: yeah so well, let's, let's wait and see
0: let's not forget there's 10 million dollars on the line with Coop that's true and if he doesn't get this job in Philly, which I think is why he's trying to take it, is because he wants to, you know, get out of Dodge because he's so tempted by the $10 million offer.
1: Right. Yes, there is that. So, so anyway, stay tuned, guys.
0: Stay tuned. I guess I'm slightly more invested than I feel. But, you know, it's really hard because I'm just not I just did not enjoy this episode all that much.
1: Yeah, that's where I am. But I feel like you've actually been a fairly good cheerleader for it. Well, thank you.
0: Um so we're gonna go to Hollywood Boulevard where yeah, remember
1: guys, Karen has a Halloweeny thing to talk about.
0: I got Halloweeny and Doug has some royal news.
1: That's right. Yeah, good for the teasing. You should do PR.
0: Oh I'm not doing I no I'm an editor now.
1: That's true. We're, we are we are looking at a career change.
0: I am in the me I'm in the other side of and the media. And look, once if
1: again. if Samantha could do it, so can you.
0: I know. I'm on the other side of the media once again. Um, but yeah. All right. So we're gonna go to the boulevard. Um, and we would love for you to follow us over.
1: Yeah, please follow us over there. Uh, follow us on Facebook, give us a nice five-star review on iTunes, and um otherwise stay well, take care, and we'll see you next week back on the block.